Hello everyone, welcome to the Charge Shot Gamescast. Each and week, friends gather around, talk about the games we've been playing, and things going on in your lives. Today I have with me Ben. I'm back! And Justin's gone, he didn't like you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, he's never liked me. He only tolerates me, kinda. Uh, no, Justin's out doing his yearly film festival thing. Uh, and if it's evidenced by how I act with my fr- with the people I was with this past weekend, there's a reason why I'm alone a lot. <laughs> oh, don't do that. I know. I'm you kidding. started off the podcast on a, on a sad no, note already. Like, I tend to, I tend to, because I don't hang out with a lot of people in like real life. Um, I tend to like when I'm with people, I especially people who I care about. I tend to be like super stupid and extra to be like, look at me, or like attention worthy. When mm-hmm. I'm, I'm usually more reserved. So, it's a good thing. When people tend to, it, some people, and I think Justin would be like this. Be like, okay, just take tone it down a bit. Calm down. <laughs> I have a friend that's like, oh, he can't, he's not, he's way worse than you. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So I am bad. I knew it. No, I'm saying he's way worse than you. So like, okay. yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. Tell the people out there what you were up to the past week. Yes. So I was in Chicago for the Chicago Entertainment Comics Expo, aka C2E2, before I got contained by cancer because of coronavirus. Um, you got lucky I there. Yeah, I guarantee you, if it was this week, it probably would have been canceled just for health reasons. Because uh, yeah. actually, I didn't put it in the news story. Uh, they canceled uh, Last Chance Qualifier for the Final Combat League uh, for Mortal Kombat. They wow. canceled the Last Chance Qualifier, and now only it's they canceled all. If you bought like a exit like, like a um, uh, a ticket to go watch it, you that you were not allowed to go because it's a health risk. Now they don't. Not saying that because like, I think in Chicago they've said people have had it, but they just want to minimize as much as possible. So like, I kind of wish they would have said it earlier, you know? Yeah. Um, like not the day of when people are legitimately flying out there since it's tomorrow. But you know, it is what it is. Can't do anything about that. But uh, I was there. Uh, I had my first gyro. Uh, it was delicious. Um. First thing I ate there, it, it filled me up for the rest of the day. Like, it legit filled me up until, like, we went to a bar, like, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, where I just had some some fries. That was it. That was, what, like, did, what, what did you call it again? I called it a... I've heard it... I, I, I've got Euro, I think. Y- y- Euro. Euro. Yeah, Euro. Like the, like the coin. Like the money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I was initially pronouncing it gyro, because that's how I saw it. I always thought it was hero. Um, I don't know, but I said gyro when I first went there, and the guy knew what I wanted, so he didn't make a fuss. Uh, but it was delicious. He's just like uh, typical American. The, yeah, I went. He probably was. He's probably native born. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, he's probably native born. Native native born American. Uh, but I also went to the to the because um, I had to wait before my friend could get out of his job. Uh, I went to the uh, Hellenistic Museum just down the street for ten bucks, and it was really cool. I won't go into details, but if you're in Greek Town for ten dollars. And you want to get out of the cold? Go do it. And it was quiet. That's what I liked about it. Uh, I also thought, man, I could get murdered in here because there's nobody here. Uh, but I didn't. It was cold. It was 27 degrees, the high, when I landed in Chicago that day. And I saw snow. It was it was strange. Luckily, it didn't get in my way, but it was strange. And I was cold, and I was struggling with my scarf. Um, What's this? What's this? I mean, I've seen it before, but never, like, just stay there. What do you mean it doesn't go away? It went all the way by Saturday. Uh, but yeah. just to talk about the con real quick, the con was great, uh, very packed, but very manageable. 
a lot of fun. Met a lot of my favorite comic creators as usual. Bought a lot of trade paperback comic books that are going to keep me busy for the rest of the year. Or maybe if I speed read them within two months, <laughs> um, I usually I usually end up speed reading. Uh, and um, but I will say this: two things. If you ever go to C two E two, right? If you ever go to C two E two, number one, go to the Cards Against Humanity panel. Um, the uh, I I I went last year and didn't talk about it, but I went this year with my friends, and it's so fun. It's a lot of fun. Even if you don't play Cards Against Humanity, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but if you like cosplay. Uh, I encourage you on Saturday night to go to the uh, World Championship of Cosplay, which I think they the the, the, the championship is is hosted by C2E2 from all the other read pop uh, like whoever owns the convention they all do is like a little contest. It was awesome. There was some cool so cool things. I I was going nuts on my Twitter. Like I kept posting picture to picture. They're bad quality because I was kind of sitting in the back. I didn't have a choice. But like. Uh, just for gaming references, I think there was a Destiny one that I saw. Yeah, there was. Uh, you, you, that was... Showed, you showed me a picture of uh, one of the warlocks with the wings of Sacred Dawn. This is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and then there was a Zero from from Mega Man X, and like that was the coolest one. And what was cool about that is like I saw that guy early on the top. I'm like, oh my god, I have to go get a picture. And he's gone before I could move again. I'm like, But then I saw that he was in the World Championships, so I'm like, okay, that's, that's badass. Um... His Buster play, his Buster. They didn't show this in the actual competition, which maybe would have won him the title because he, he was second or third place in his division. Um, his Buster was playing uh, Zero Stream for Mega Man X3, which I thought that was so cool. It would have been better if it was X1, but whatever. Can't you know? He, he probably likes X3. And that's fine. Um, but go to that. It was a great con. It was a very really fun con. Uh, but my other highlight before I came back is uh, my friend of mine. Realized, like, wait a minute, I didn't take off the Monday for work. Uh, you have to kill time before I can pick you up to the airport, which you can still do. So from like nine to five, I was like, what am I gonna do? Because uh, it was you spent the, you spent nine to five at the airport. No, 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 no. That's what I was saying. I have to figure something out to do because oh, before I, you went I, to the airport, I could have done that. I could have yeah. just grabbed my suitcase, taken the train, and be like, "Well, I'll just wait here for twelve hours." No, I wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty stupid idea. Yeah, that was. I wasn't gonna do that. So what I was like the night before, I was like, "Well, I'll go to Wrigley Field. I've never seen it. It's a you know, if you're not a baseball fan, not it's one of the oldest baseball parks in America. Sure. It's a you know, for a baseball fan, it's like a it's like a mecca of baseball. And I'm like, well, it doesn't take that long to get there. I'll I'll go see what that's about. But then I realized, like, well, there's probably not going to be anything to do up there. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll just walk around and just take, just take pictures of the outside and just do it. Yeah. On the way there, uh, there's a zoo in the north side of Chicago. Um, and I was like, well, how much does that cost? Because I need time to kill. Um, and it was it's free. It's a free zoo. Nice. And I'm thinking, yeah. And I'm like, well, this isn't – they're probably not going to have that much because it's a free zoo. And it's not – it's big, but it's not super big, so it's not overwhelming. But they had – they had penguins, they had uh, polar bears, they had rhinoceroses, they had a whole ape exhibit, uh, they had monkeys, chimpanzees. Chimpanzees are fucking huge and it terrifies me. Oh my god. They're very lanky, aren't they? Yeah. They didn't do anything, but like, like oh, they they had little baby monkeys. Like, I saw one monkey grooming another monkey. That was adorable. Yeah. Um, the only thing that was closed was the... Uh, was the lion exhibit because they were doing reconstruction on it, which I was like, man, I wanted that would have been cool to see lions. But um, also, uh, double ups to the Chicago Zoo for having a heated uh, toilet ba- uh, restroom because I went because I needed to pee, uh, and like I went in like, oh my god, it feels warm. But then I thought about it like, wait a minute, there's hardly anybody. There's there was people there actually. I didn't interview people there, but it was like 
48 degrees. So that's like that's like summer for Chicago people. Um, and uh, I was like, wait a minute, if I could get murdered right here, right now, because there's nobody on the side of the park. You think about getting yourself murdered quite a bit. Yeah, I do. I'm grim. But anyways, I had a fun time. Seriously, if you're in that north part of the Chicago area, it's on the north side. Uh, go go to it. It's so great. Uh, to kill time, I'd walk from the train station, uh, which was at Fulton Fullerton Station, all the way down to it, which is a decent walk. Um, but it was nice because I was able to take in the cold weather and take in the nice scenery. It was very. It looked like a very nice neighborhood. I didn't feel threatened at all. Um, yeah, it was. That was good. Uh, but after that, I got home. My flight was delayed by one hour. Thankfully, only one hour. Um, it made for a doctor's appointment very tiring the next day because I had to get up super early and I got home. I didn't go to sleep till two in the morning. Um, but oh, outside man. of that, outside of that, I watched The Witcher. I finished it. It was all right. Um, it yeah, was, it was. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It, like I think the biggest problem I have with it is that I fin. I finished Carnival Row on the way here, and I really love Carnival Row. And when I watched The Witcher, in turn, not in terms of acting, but in terms of set production, there's so much like more going on in the Carnival Row. And I watched The Witcher, and it's God. I hate to say it because I'm gonna like, crucify, but I have to. It looked very cheap at points. You're like, not it wrong. Looked, yeah. yeah, it it look it looks very like some shots look incredible, <clears throat> like some of the wide shots of the castles. But then, like when you're like up against the architecture something about it this feels fake mm-hmm. um uh but uh, the story was kind of, once i understood what was going on i liked it um henry cavill as is um jerry of the river i thought he was great um <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh Ger- gerald of uh, rivia i thought he was great i liked the um <sighs> him the bard that that kind of stuff even though it kind of ended badly between them at the end spoilers sorry um but I, I liked it. It's not my favorite show, and I kind of regret not don't regret putting it off for so long. Um, but I, I liked it. It was all right. I'll look forward to season two because the season one cliffhanger leaves me with places. Um, yeah, I saw a lot of Witcher cosplay and a lot of people singing that song "Toss a Coin to Your Witcher," which that's that song's not good. I'm sorry, that's that song's not good. I don't know how that caught on. I don't know. Um, but uh, but gaming wise, and I'll be very quick about this. The only thing I really played, uh, besides like, well, I played Smash Brothers. I finally did the thing where I played friends in fighting games. So I played my friends I stayed with. I played them in Smash. I played them in Dragon Ball, and it was kind of like I wasn't even trying, and I still won every game. I'm like motherfucker, <laughs> I can't turn it off. You can't turn it off. I can't turn it off. You always have um, that competitiveness. Yeah, but we played. But it was nice to. But, but, but finally, we what we did in the night on that, on that night. I think that was Friday or Thursday night. I think it was Friday night. We played Smash, and it was so much fun to play Smash. Like with the items on the chaos. Like, and I lost a couple of one there, but it didn't matter because like it's just fun. That's how Smash is supposed to be played. I'm sorry, at least in the, at least in that spec. Um, so that was fun to play. But in terms of single player content, uh, I've been playing a shit ton of Dark Three. Uh, because I signed, I don't know why it took me this long, but I signed up for Xbox Game Pass on PC because mm. it was like I, I think I got an email saying it's four ninety nine a month. I'm like, huh? Or like an introductory price? And I'm like, well, oh, I, I don't know why I got it. It's because Ori and the World of Wisps is coming out next week. Yeah. And I thought, do I spend thirty bucks for Ori, or do I sign up for this awesome promotional deal? That gets me Ori and everything else. So I signed up for that. 
Yeah, you don't uh, own it, but you still get to play it. Yeah, and and you know it's fine. I'm probably gonna beat it before it goes away. Hopefully, um, if not, I can just I have the save data. I would think. Or yeah, at least if, yeah. I re- if I if I rebuy it, so at the end of the world. Um, but Darksiders three, uh, real quick on that, uh, it might be my favorite in the franchise, even though it's like much aligned. Um, it's I love how Fury plays. Uh, I love the internet interconnected world. It's so big and vast, and despite not having a map, I never felt lost. I always knew where I was going, uh, which normally I hate stuff like that. It gets like a lot of a lot of comparisons were made to Dark Souls, and I can see it. I can. Dark I can, Souls I, doesn't have a map. Well, not that, but like the interconnected world. Yeah, you know, like like that, that, that the aesthetics. Yeah. But I get, and I get that, and you know, sort of like if you die, you lose all your souls. But anytime I died, it's so easy to harvest souls in this game, and like I never, I never felt like it was a punishment because like you can find these clusters, and I didn't notice until after I went to the item menu. That you can break and sometimes they'll give you five hundred souls, fifteen thousand souls, two thousand souls, and sometimes you'll find four, four of them. Um, and I would get like ten thousand souls easily just by touching stuff, and it was awesome. So I never felt a punishment for doing that. The uh, the upgrades, the upgrade system's kind of been simplified, where instead of like a, a like a tree where you get branching paths and branching moves, Fury just has strength, health, and uh, there's a magic one which basically increases like your power when you're doing charge attacks with her special weapons and stuff like that. So it's it's dumbed down for sure. I won't deny all that, but it didn't matter to me because Fury, I like Fury. Um, she's fun to play as. Uh, the only problem I have with the combat system is that because it wants to play Dark Souls, a lot of enemies will swarm you at once. And because her combat system is more to be, is meant to be dealt with more one-on-one, Necessary, like even two on one is kind of okay, but when you have like five enemies coming, at you it's it's game over, you're gonna get mauled. Uh, she doesn't have a lot of invincibility frames when she does her uh dodge, even though it's really cool when you get it because you get like a bayonet of slowdown and you uh do like a you can do like a magic, you can do like a special attack that does a lot of damage. Um, but it's it's really fun. Uh, you fight the, the story is you basically get to fight the seven deadly sins, and I've defeated some of them already. I can't name, I've defeated envy, greed. Wrath, I think, and um, uh, I just defeated Lust this morning. That was the last one I did, so I got about three more to go, um, and I kind of stopped. But uh, like, I I really like it. Um, I I it's probably my favorite in the series um, because it keeps that big scope of the two started out as and then got smaller and smaller. Three is just constantly big, and I find myself backtracking once I got a new pow- a new like. A special weapons like okay i remember this remember this that might be the only part i wish i had a map when i'm backtracking because it's kind of hard to remember to like where exactly everything is but you know if you want you can just literally just explore and then you can you can use it a way to grind for souls um and so i did uh but yeah i i look forward to playing it and then um playing more and beating it um you know and, and it runs okay on my pc it's not great uh kind of has a choppy frame rate but it's more to do probably with my PC than, than the game itself. Although I heard the game didn't really have a good optimization, but that could, I think they might've fixed that by that point. Um, but that's all I really done uh, is visit Chicago, watch the, watch a, a TV based game on Netflix and uh, play a lot of dark siders three. Cool. Um, 
The only thing I'll talk about here is uh, I've played the demo for Final Fantasy VII Remake. I, I said initially I didn't want to play it. Like, I wanted to go in blind. But that, like, but Justin's like, oh, if you download it, you'll get uh, a free theme. And then I thought, okay, so I downloaded this. Might as well check it out. You know, and, like, maybe I have to start the demo in order to get the theme. So I just started it up, and it just kept playing from the beginning. Like, that intro with the train scene, man. Oh, just a lot of, like, you know, flashbacks to seven-year-old me playing this game. Um, What'd you hear that piano string? <laughs> Yeah, man. Do, 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 do. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a lot more action-oriented than you might have thought. Uh, basically, you're just doing normal attacks. Also, you can switch. You can you do normal attacks. There's also like a heavier mode where you can switch to if you need to deal more damage. Like, instead of fighting... Uh, Basically, you switch between uh, adds and then majors or more tougher enemies. Um, so that's pretty cool for just like pa- you can just passively just mash on the attack button for that. Um, but while you're doing that, you build up your ATB and then you can start casting uh, spells and uh, not limit not not limit breaks, but they call them abilities. Uh, like you can just cast Braver over and over, which is weird. Um, I'm used to that being, like, a limit break, right? But, um... The one thing I was a little bit disappointed in was just, like, some of the, you know... Uh... Uh... Like, for example, Cloud has a a fire instead of lightning. So I was like, oh, that's kind of weird that they don't give the main guy lightning from... From, uh... From the original. But that's, like, a little nitpick here and there. Um, you can't pick up a potion off of the dead guard in the beginning. I tried. It didn't work. Uh, like, again, just little nitpicky things that I thought, like, would, would just be, like, the cherry on top, you know? Um, it's like, oh, they did a nod to this thing, you know? But it's fine, because it, it looks amazing. And <laughs> there's voice acting. Uh, Jessie is going to break my heart when she dies. Uh, yeah. Erica Lindbeck, I think that's the voice actress. I it sucks, but every time I recognize her name, the character always dies, and I'm like, not again, not not again, damn it, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, uh, she's she's gonna break my heart. Like I liked her uh, quite a bit in the original. Go, go watch your lies in April if you want to cry. Uh, I think Aerith is gonna have a lot more personality, at least to me, anyways, because like anyone that has listened before knows that like. I didn't have a huge emotional attachment to Aerith or Ares, um, but I think I think there's going to be like a lot of character interface and like you know, um, there's, there's going to be a lot more acting to it that'll bring out the emotion in it. Um, so it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like up until the uh, until the first boss, the scorp uh, the scorpion uh, machine, and you defeat that. Uh, it's much more involved than it was in the original. Uh, smashing <laughs> casting lightning and then defend. Uh, yeah, it still has that in there, so it teaches you defense and all that. Um, and there's a there's a part where they added like a fuel generator, so you have to take that down before you could damage it. Like it'll go into invincibility. 
see if they damage that first. Um, limit breaks are interesting. Like, they're still the same way. You know, you take damage, you build up your limit break, or you give damage, build up your limit break. Uh, I haven't used a whole lot of that, but they're pretty powerful moves. Uh, just like they always are. Um, <laughs> Barret's badass. Uh, <laughs> there's not a whole lot like to that demo, but it's a good first impression. And you also get to see uh, Heidegger and and uh, the President Shinra. It's pretty cool. Uh, like seeing them in the Shinra headquarters, being all evil and shit. Uh, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to this game a lot. <laughs> uh, you have anything you want to say? About it, I mean, I it looks really pretty, and uh, even though I didn't grow up with this game, uh, like a lot of people did, I did play it, and it like that. There's a reason, like I know people want to hate the game. This is a popular thing to do, but there's a reason why this game gets so loved. There's yeah. a fucking reason for that. Um, yeah. Like just hearing the like gets me choked up, and just like. Oh God, we're going back again. Cause and then you see, then you hear the train choke, 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 choke. It's like, oh shit, it's on, yeah. bitches. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was great. And you know, yeah. uh, knowing that we're gonna get an expanded on the story is gonna be cool. Oh yeah. Um, you just have to, and you just have to accept there's gonna be changes. You just have to. Yeah, um, yeah, of um, course, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward I, to seeing the stuff that they're gonna add to this for like the side quests and all that. Yeah. Um, it seems like after you blow up the bomb there's like more stuff that you like that's probably when it probably opens up a bit more to a little bit more open world like that little hub area remember when you come uh, out yeah and... max showed uh of like a video of like i think it was from japan or what he recorded uh, of like what you get to of, he showed basically what happens after it mm -hmm. and it's like dude this might be hyperbole but it's it's i mean it probably isn't because considering what happened, what happens at the end where you basically blow up a nuclear reactor, or, uh, or, or you know, you're basically seeing what like nine eleven was like on the ground for people, where like you see wreckage, pretty much see people going, what's going on, and it's yeah. like, and you have to question, like, oh my god, are we the bad guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when I saw like when the bomb went off and I saw the nuclear reactor blow up, like back then I was just like, yeah, we blew it up, like. Go us now back yeah, to our hideout. Here I'm insane. like, holy shit, dude! Like I took out all this entire sector's electricity. Uh, what Can are they gonna imagine? do now? Right? Can you imagine <laughs> what it's gonna be like when it's the sector? Is it seven or eight that falls? Seven that falls. Yeah. Can you, dude? The pillar. Glimpses, I'm gonna get chills when I see that sector plate fall. And you're gonna see like Jesse Wedge and all them like stuck in the the the, the, you're gonna the see thing. The, yeah. Yeah. And you'll probably see like innocent families run trying to run away from it. Dude, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna fucking hurt. They're gonna have uh I don't know I don't know if you remember from set uh from Final Fantasy Seven, but when it falls you see like a news broadcaster just like look up and look terrified and get crushed. <laughs> like Yeah. That's from the original. Imagine what they're gonna do in this one. Like, oh yeah, I it's yeah, like yeah. That, that's why I think this remake is going to be so like even if you played it, just seeing it from this new perspective. Because again, you're if you were a kid in '97, like yeah, we we did it. They're the bad guys. But now you have to contemplate. Like, wait a minute, yeah, we did we did help stop the you know the evil corporation. But what was the cost? And hopefully that'll yeah. make some some younger people think. Yeah. Like what what's the cost? Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, like, there's some of that uh, in the beginning when um, you get into the Mako reactor and you see all the Mako in the bottom. Or I guess they call it Mako, whatever. I call it Mako. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Barrett's like, what do you think if we fell in there? Would we, would we just go to the center of the Earth? And he's, like, contemplating, like, stuff like that. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this quite a bit. Yep. All right, let's move on into the news. Uh, let's see what we got for news today. I did add one piece of news at the end because I forgot. I forgot to include it. It's at the, but we can talk about that later. Just to let you know. Okay. Uh, so let's start off with some uh, some speculation with regarding the Xbox Series. Uh, there's been a new rumor. Uh, Xbox Series S price leak at just three hundred dollars. Uh, this comes from Xbox Series X, aka Locker. Okay. According to a Chinese website, My Drivers, the Xbox Series S price is reported to be at just $300, lower than a lot of current-gen Xbox One X bundles. My Drivers article claims that the build of the Lockhart for $300 will be without an optical drive, much like uh, the One S All Digital Edition, while removing a high-speed 4K Blu-ray drive would certainly lower the small. Uh, the price is smidge. It's clear that Microsoft would still be selling these consoles at a loss. Uh, Series S console is rumored to have 4 teraflops of raw GPU power, uh, while lower than Xbox One X is 6 teraflops. It would transcend current-gen hardware due to the next-gen Navi architecture from AMD. Uh, the system is also powered by a 4 gigahertz Ryzen APU, 100, or 16 gig of RAM, uh, 12 gigs of which are allocated to the graphics card and 4 gigs to the OS layer. Uh, despite these leaks, Phil Spencer remains adamant that there is only one Xbox Series console in development. Uh, a 12 teraflop Xbox Series X is planned for holiday 2020. Uh, and people are speculating that this console would cost upwards of $400. So what do you, what do you think about this? I, I, I'm shocked at the price considering what it's gonna, what's going to be in this machine. And considering uh, it, the rumors regarding Sony and like the five hundred dollar, yeah, price tag, to, yeah. yeah. And I mean, if anything, it just sticks with X, with Microsoft being very pro consumer because, like, you know, again, you can buy an Xbox One now and you can eventually upgrade to this new beast for not. I don't know how. What the, I think you probably paid the difference or whatever. I don't know. But then you got Game Pass. It's like which is like the biggest deal of the year um, of any of any gaming decade. Um, yeah, I think this is really cool. Uh, I was expect I was expecting five hundred six hundred dollars consoles with how much is going into these. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Xbox trying to undercut Sony, do whatever they can to get the get the win back, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, they they kind of earned it because they were again. Remember at the beginning of the Xbox One console, like they were dog shit. They were the evil ones because of what they wanted to do, and then within the six or seven years this console's been out, it's completely 180. More people want to jump back on the Xbox because of the things I just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. It'll be this year uh, <laughs> that these consoles come out. Uh, with, like, I, I just want to do a little bit more speculation. With the coronavirus, I think I might have talked about this last week. I'm not. But do you think they're going to have some kind of uh, uh, inventory shortage? It depends on where the parts are coming from, and depends on like, hopefully, like what people are saying that 
as the summer as the as the warmer the earth gets in terms of the calendar year uh that the coronavirus will start to slowly fade out hopefully um and you know by the time the console's ready to ship in november it may if anything maybe it won't be a delay but like a shortage of more than expected um since that's what i would expect yep uh yeah i wouldn't be surprised if we got headlines saying oh xbox shortages playstation shortages i mean there's already switch shortages gonna be happening soon i don't like it always happens when a console comes out i feel like yeah um but it's probably gonna be now more than ever oh definitely um so let's talk about amnesia rebirth uh there's a new Amnesia game, announced uh, 10 years after The Dark Descent. So today, uh, Frictional Games announced their next horror project is Return to the series that made them famous, Amnesia Rebirth. will be released on PC and PS4 later this year, 10 years after the release of Amnesia The Dark Descent. Rebirth follows a new character, Tassie Tryanon, uh, as they try to survive a deadly creature stalking her in the Algerian desert. This creature apparently feeds off of Trianon's terror, and players must be careful not to breathe, lest they alert the hunter. Uh, <clears throat> did you ever play Amnesia? No, I see. I remember in, in like that year of YouTube where every YouTuber was covering Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Yeah. Um, putting in their top ten scary games of all time. <laughs> um, but never played it myself. Uh. It's probably the first person perspective that would probably fuck me up more than any monster. Oh, that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, playing Halo was not fun this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You played Halo. <laughs> you yeah. didn't even talk about it. Yeah, because it's. I mean, I want to, but man, I. Yeah, I don't talk about it. But yeah, uh, that's cool. But and then I was like, wasn't there an amnesia game called something Machine of Pigs? Yeah. Is that not? Co- Okay, is that not them, or is it different? Is that a different people? Oh, I thought that was them. It's on the article. It says it right. Here. It says it down towards the bottom. Um, uh, the non-combat horror game. Da, 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 fi- Frictional will go on to publish a sequel called Amnesia Machine for Pigs. Oh, they published the it. But they didn't make it. They okay. also made it, but they also made it with Blitworks and the Chinese Room. So, so this is like a like their own like yeah a true a true sequel. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, I remember Amnesia being absolutely huge, and like all the side stories that like people made up on their like, the like they modded the game and made their own games with the Amnesia engine, basically. Shit, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, <laughs> this is back when I used to watch PewDiePie and he played Amnesia in like back in an, well, in, in in a somewhat innocent time before he was revealed to be a trash person. <laughs> yeah, because he was probably trash back then too. Now we just know about it, right? Um, I think I might have streamed this game a few times back then as well. But uh, yeah, I like my spooky horror games. Uh, speaking of spooky, uh, Last of Us TV show is in the works for HBO. Why? Wow, it's already out now. You can go play on your PS4. You can watch it on your PS4 right now. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't understand. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Um, that was ooh, a really bad I, joke. That <laughs> yeah, was. Everybody was making it on Twitter. Um, uh, Neil Druckmann is uh, teaming up with the Chernobyl creators of Craig Mazin. 
for HBO. What do you think? Ben? Uh, I mean... Will you watch? I don't have HBO supply, no. Not, not out of supply. I just don't have HBO. Um, I don't know, man. Like... I'm con- like I'm sure it'll be good, but I hope it does something different from the games, and not just like a beat for beat thing. That's that's my one concern is that like sometimes 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 people try to be too faithful to the material, and they don't deviate. I, if anything, I would want them to expand upon things, right? Show me because in the last of us we only saw like a small portion of the United States of oh, dealing with the infection. I want if anything. I if I was doing this show, and this is might be sacrilegious considering the other stars, I wouldn't put Joel and Ellie in this. You have them, you have them in the games, right? You put it somewhere else, and you tell somebody else's story. That's what I want Last of Us Two to be. So that that's where I'll be okay with. But the, it'll probably be Joel and Ellie and telling that story and keeping it very narrow minded and you know that that that's it, I'm sure it'll be good, but. I'd rather it expand what's been in what's in there already versus retelling something. Granted, most people who have a video game console will know, but maybe not everybody else will know. Uh, I would like to see maybe some stuff before Ellie came into the picture. You know how like Joel and I can't remember her name, but they used to like yes, yeah, they used to like run supplies and stuff. Like I would like to see some of that stuff. That'd be uh, that, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm talking about. That would be cool. Yeah. Even though I've said no Joel, um, but it would be a younger Joel. <laughs> yeah, uh, they could do something like that. Uh, apparently, Naughty Dog president uh, even Wells is executive producer, working alongside Carolyn Strauss. Uh, Sony Pictures Television and PlayStation Productions will co-produce the series. Um, so it sounds like they're going to be pretty hands-on for this, which is a good thing, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with this. Um, another thing that's interesting to see is, uh, Google and their Stadia. Uh, so after years of development and hype, Google's long-rumored push into video games arrived last November, launching Google Stadia. Google Stadia isn't a game console, nor is it a game platform. It's a digital storefront run by Google where you can buy individual games. Here's the ambitious new platform. Um... Oh, where's the actual news here? Da, 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 da. What's the headline? Uh, <laughs> Google's ambition, uh, ambitious push into gaming is floundering. It's due to largely to too few games on, on the platform. And developers have held back from jumping on the platform. Pretty much. Because the platform sucks! Uh, they basically just didn't create the deals with publishers and developers. Yeah. Um, they basically thought that they were just too big to fail. Like, they would come to us, pretty much. Um, one publishing executive said uh, the offer was apparently so low that it wasn't even part of the conversation. So, like, again, there's no incentive to go to Google Stadia because there's no one <laughs> playing it and the the publishing deals aren't worth it. So Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get the you gotta get the developers and publishers. You you have to ha- oh it's a game you have to have the video games to sell your video game not device device stream whatever <laughs> you need games. Mm-hmm. 
if, if honestly, if this service was more of like smaller indie titles, with like the hey, you pay five bucks a month, you get these indie titles, you know, with it. Um, I even though the input, the streaming part sucks. Um, I think a lot. I think maybe it wouldn't have been big of a splash, but I think that would have been much better. You know, just like a, a TV version of Apple Arcade, because I think that's. I don't know how successful that is for, for Apple, but I feel like that's a better investment than spending however much money on these gar- pieces of garbage. <clears throat> and apparently, some developers just don't see a positive reason to work with Google. Um, and I guess that's probably because. People don't really, well, they don't really own their games. So, no. <laughs> so they don't want to deal with the hassle of people getting upset about that. If it, if it shuts down, you bought Samurai Showdown on the Google Stadia, they shut down, You're that's that's your copy gone. Yeah. That, that, that's it. Um, speaking well, of other marketplaces. So. Yeah. So speaking of other marketplaces, uh, Borderlands 3. Uh, it's coming to Steam Mar- uh, with the March release date announced, and crossplay with Epic Game Store. Uh, so yeah, Borderlands Three is coming to Steam on March thirteenth. It'll feature cro- crossplay between Steam and Epic Game Store. Um, yeah, the, basically the exclusivity is up, so they're selling on Steam. Um, you will have to get an updated shift system. Uh, basically a friends list, like uh, Ubisoft has theirs version of that. So you'll have to get that to play with people cross-platform. But uh, yeah, it's a good thing, cross-platform. I would like to see them do that with uh, console players. Console? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us all play. Like, that's that's what, that's how every console will win next year. Like everybody gets to play with everybody. Yeah. Um. So let's move on to the next one story. Unannounced Star Wars Project Maverick uh, leak onto the PlayStation Store. Uh, how, this... What? I was like, how does a game leak on the PlayStation Store? I'm curious. Um. Well, let me tell you. Uh, a previously unannounced Star Wars title, currently going by the name Project Maverick, leaked onto the PlayStation Store. Project Maverick was initially spotted by Reset Era user after its details were scrapped and spat out onto the internet by a bot-driven Twitter account, PSN Release, uh, ordinarily intended to notify followers of new PlayStation titles and updates as they arrive on the Sony store. Uh, In this instance, however, the bot dug up details presumably not intended for public release pertaining to a game known simply as Maverick. Uh... That of it in itself wouldn't have drawn much attention were it not for the accompanying artworks featuring an Imperial Star Destroyer and several mingling X-Wings and the censure its full name was Star Wars Project Maverick. Uh, I'm interested. This is probably going to be something like I assume it's going to be something bounty hunting related because you know just Mavericks right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Or something maybe like flying related. Oh, if it gives me just like a pure like ship game, I'm down because the, the ships in Star Wars are so cool. They're the coolest, man. I really liked Star Wars Arcade back in the day and oh, playing that cool. on my 32X. Uh, I was yeah. going to um, 
a, a local pizza place here, and they had it sitting in that big co- cockpit thing, and you know, sound effects. Um, Very cool. What if that's just the support of that? That's all this is. Is it's support a remaster <laughs> of that arcade game? <laughs> oh, we can't do any better than this. Let's put this on. <laughs> yeah, give it a new name. Uh, we we did a remake or a reimagining of Star Wars Arcade, calling it Maverick now. I wouldn't. I mean, like, hey, that'd be fine. Uh, that'd be cool. I'm down with that. I'm looking for forward to some Star Wars games. <sighs> After the last one was really good, and I dislike the games way more than the movies. Anyways, huh. um, all right. What else do we have here? We have two more news stories. Uh, we'll go with um, the ESA is move uh, moves ahead with E3 2020 despite the coronavirus. Latest update is that Los Angeles declares a state of emergency. E3 team is actively assessing this situation. What are the odds that uh, they just move it or they don't do it? Uh, we'll see because that's not till June. That's <clears throat> March, April, May. That's four months away. Uh, I think it's too early to cancel something like that. Um, sure. Or to postpone. Uh, we'll have. I think it's a wait and see thing. I think it's. I think it's right to uh, postpone things. I mean, considering in this week alone, we've you know there's been a slew of cancellations. Uh, y'all talked about uh, GDC being canceled. Um, like I said earlier at the top of the show, the Mortal Kombat uh, last chance qualifier was canceled, and they're only allowing the top 16 combatants to be there, so no live audience. And just also within my hometown, and I'm kind of happy about this, uh, South by Southwest, the biggest music slash uh, movie festival on the on the planet, or at least one of them, uh, is officially canceled. Like no rescheduling because probably it's a nightmare to for the, it's like a scope that big to reschedule something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's officially been canceled this year. So I think it's right now anybody who's hosting an event in the latter half of the year to basically go, wait, we'll wait and see. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con, a huge Comic Con in the Pacific Northwest, uh, postponed it to like the summer. Mm-hmm. So. I'm... Yeah, a lot can change in uh, three months, four months, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you, like I think you said earlier, like the warmer weather is supposed to make it uh, better against the virus. Yeah, because like it's it's not because like a lot of people are talking about the fatality rate, but it's like chances are if you become infected, if you if you're healthy, you're going to be fine. You may just have you have to be quarantined so you don't spread it. That's the biggest concern is it spreading. They don't want it to spread to people who don't have it. Yeah. Um. So like it's not a good idea to have like fifty thousand people to be or, or however many people thousand even a, a small hundred people be in the same building. All it takes is one person to have it. They cough, touch their face, they touch something else, and then it, that's it. It's gone. So, yeah. I mean, hey, E3's already canceled in my book, considering publishers are pulling out left and right, and like, who the fuck's gonna? And then you know, we, we had talked <laughs> about in length about the whole data information being stolen last year. Yeah. Like, like if they cancel it, they can just use this as an excuse. And like, LA you know, is uh, under state of emergency at the moment. They're like, ah, you know what? Maybe we don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's too hot to do it in Las Vegas. Um. I don't know, man. The only place you could put E3 that people would think would be acceptable with is San Diego. Yeah, because of the convention center, I guess. Yeah, it might be the only place big enough to host it, and it's within the same state. Uh, granted, Los Angeles. San Diego is a decent drive from uh, Los Angeles, but who knows? Yeah. For sure. 
Um, and our last news story of the week is uh, Sm- Super Smash Bros. community organizes a Smash World tour. Take it away. So, like, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Hungrybox pleading to Nintendo, like, you give us money, and I was thinking back, I was saying, no, they don't. You're being a bitch. Uh, uh, I know. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, so this is a uh, grassroots thing. This is not affiliated with Nintendo. I uh, just want to clarify that right now, but VG Bootcamp uh, is, a, is, is one of them. I think Smash GG is one of them, too. Uh, are collaborating for a, a series of 25 community events for both Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and Melee. Um, let's see. They have the... Uh, uh, it's over 25, like $250,000 combined prize pool. Um, and they have, a, they have a list of events. Uh, this is going to be the first time, really, that a circuit is going to be dedicated to Smash players. Um, and it will run from this March until December. We'll see how the coronavirus affects that. Um, yeah. And then sim- sim- similar to how PGR ranks tournaments up to S tier, not based on number of attendance, uh, how many pop players are going to compete at each event, the Smash World Tour is going to break them down to platinum, gold, and silver rankings. Uh, similar to how Tekken World Tour does it, where you have your ultimate grandmaster, your master, and then your dojos, uh, which, by the way, Tekken World Tour and Capcom Pro Tour also had to pull out of certain events because of it. Even though the events themselves are not canceled, they're just like, we can't encourage people to go there for health reasons. Even yeah. you know, just, just out of safety. Um, the, t- the so basically depend. Okay, so basically platinum, gold, silver, depending on the like the strength of it. That's how many points you're going to get depending on which one you win. Um, let's see. And uh, the World Tour Finals will be on December seventeenth. Uh, any event organizer cannot enter the tournament World Tour as long as they have more than thirty-two entrants competing in the single bracket. Uh, so that way you don't have like you know the, like people like scrubbing in a, in, like to winning one like qualifying just because they won an eight man tournament you know uh, getting points easily that way it's open source for all local tournaments to get into the silver action um, you know just as long as you get 32 entrants so go to your locals people uh, they've already prelim- uh, listed preliminary events uh, CEO Dreamland and Pound 2020 are just two of the big names that are listed on the world tour uh, like I said this is completely run by uh, fans, grassroots, not Nintendo at all. Um, and CEO Dreamland is the first tournament. It's actually next week, uh, next weekend, uh, as of right now, and it'll be the first gold tier event. Now, despite that, I said Nintendo doesn't need to give you money. I do like this, even even though it's grassroots. Um, I think this is good. Um, just because I said Nintendo doesn't give them money doesn't mean I don't want them to get money. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's just like I'm just saying they don't have to just like Capcom doesn't have to tell us to world tour every year um, but they do so I, I like it um, I'm glad all the Smash players are going to get paid I think it's cool the scary thing with this though is that Nintendo all Nintendo has to do is see this and go cease and desist bitch that's all they have to do that's the scary thing about this the fact that they're not involved and and I and any and I had to be the negative negative Nancy, but like any person running this has to be aware of that. That Nintendo could potentially sue them for using their uh, their basically their game to promote something in for money. That that is an option there, and like they have to be aware that that's the thing. That's shitty. That sucks. And like I, I watched the uh, uh, Fighting Game podcast called the Ultra Chen TV show, Ultra Chen show, the Tuesday show, even though it was on a Wednesday this past week. Um, basically discuss sort of that that uh, that idea like well like Nintendo could easily just do this on the day of the finals like oh it's over 
back it up. No, no, no finals. Um, so we'll see. I'm on board for it right now, but that that big in is constantly hovering over it. Uh, oh, I didn't. I didn't realize uh, Kale wrote this. <laughs> he wrote the article. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice. Shout out, dude. <laughs> I just looked at this author. I was like, oh yeah, it's Kale. <laughs> um, That's funny. I mean, hopefully the the positive axis is hopefully Nintendo will see this and be like, okay, hey, yeah, we'll we'll throw in a thousand dollars or something. You know, we'll throw in something. Well, well, you'll get fighter pass. No, they're gonna throw in a pro controller. You know it. No, what they'll do is they'll give you Fighter Pass Two for they'll give you a code for Fighter Pass Two. No, that's worth um, too much. That's worth too. Yeah, you're right. Actually, the Pro Controller will be more expensive than Fighter Pass Two. Fighter Pass yeah, Pass well, Fighter Pass Two. Well, you mean to just one person or? Yeah, just one person. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, winner, winner gets, winner gets. <laughs> winner on Nintendo will get a Pro Controller, and uh, and and Fighter Pass Two for free. Even... <laughs> so, that, that's what happened. And, mm. I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll see how the coronavirus affects it and what Nintendo has to say. Because you, they have to. They're gonna see this. There's no way to not avoid this. Yeah, they they have to be aware. So, I can't imagine them not being aware. Uh, yeah. So that's all the news stories for this week. Um, ben, where can the people find you? You can find me at twitter.com slash marosiggy, uh, where I'll probably be posting my con pictures as the weeks go on. A lot of cosplay pictures and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, use twitter.com slash marosiggy for, for all me, all things moi. And you can follow me, your host Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. Um, I was on the Smashed Raw podcast talking AEW uh, this past week. So you can check me out there. Uh, you can check us out at charshot.com for audio, video, and content. Please review our show on iTunes. Uh, five stars, the better. Um, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, all the places you can find podcasts. And you can email me, thomas at charshot.com. I might be starting up a Dragon Ball podcast with uh, Kale, by the way. <laughs> he just reached out to me and I was interested, so we might be doing that. Um, and until then guys, enjoy your games and have a good night.